Community Cats podcast. Ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Community Cats podcast. I am your host, Stacey LeBaron. I've been involved helping homeless cats for over 20 years with the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society. The goal of this podcast is to expose you to amazing people who are improving the lives of cats. I hope these interviews will help you learn how you can turn your passion for cats into action. Today, we're speaking with Mario Arbore. Mario is the creator of Square Paws, a unique design company that makes art that cats can inhabit. At Square Paws, they think that your cat's play tower should be part of your home environment and not a completely foreign object. That's why their cat towers and other pet pieces are made to delight both pet and owner. Each cat play tower is designed by an architect and handcrafted in the United States, and they pledge to donate 10% of net profits to agencies dedicated to animal rescue and refuge. Perhaps the greatest aspect of their products is a sense of whimsy. They take iconic elements, whether architectural, utilitarian, sculptural, or natural, and they fashion them in a form that pets can interact with. It's in this tongue-in-cheek way that their customers feel engaged with their cats in a totally new way. They've also outfitted specialty free-roaming cat rooms in thematic designs at two shelters, one local Florida shelter and the other being the North Shore Animal League of America. The work at North Shore was tailored to reflect the musical legacy and generous donations of Billy Joel. Mario, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Hey, Stacey. Thanks for having me. Congratulations on the great work that you've done. Thank you. Obviously, we all love cats, and I think it's great that you're really looking at the spaces that they live in and in designing and thinking about how they live in our homes, especially as cats are becoming much more indoor only and that kind of thing. But first, let's take a step back and find out how did you become so passionate about cats? Well, I had had a cat from my 20s. You know, throughout the time I had her, I would buy cat furniture you know, simple cat towers at the the box stores um, for cats. And quite often I would get boxes and cobble them together with duct tape just to make tunnels or things that were fun for her. But it wasn't until about six or seven years ago, uh, I'm an architect and I had some downtime between projects. And I had asked a friend, you know, what am I going to do with this time? I had probably about a month or two of just completely free time. And at that stage, I had no longer had my first cat, but I had my second cat and a third cat. This friend of mine said, well, why don't you build cat houses? And I thought, oh, that's that's an interesting idea. What would I want to say as an architect building cat furniture? So it started out just kind of exploring that, taking dimensions of my cats, looking at how far they jump on things, like taking a closer view of how cats climb and jump and sleep and play and the things that they react to. And the first thing I thought was, you know, I could build something architectural for so many years since college, basically, you learn to build models of your projects, of your buildings. So I thought, well, you know, cats like to be vertical, they like to be high. And so the first thing I started out with was the lighthouse. And it just seemed like an apropos structure for a cat because, you know, it's vertical by nature, and it has a very iconic look to it. And it's very much a piece of architecture. So that was the first thing that I did. And then slowly it just kind of morphed into other things. Like when I was building that, another friend said, oh, she had seen the top of it, which was all painted red. And she said, are you building a lifeguard stand for a cat? And I thought, oh no, that's a great idea. And that was my second one, <laughs> you know, and then each one was like, okay, this is a whole sort of genre of things that I could explore, you know, like, okay, a lifeguard stand, lifeguard chair, you know, there are different forms. And then just exploring as a sort of research thing and looking at precedents. 
so that's that's how I got started was really just building stuff for my own cats and then taking it from there. When you say you have cats, you must have more than one cat. So I'll ask you this as a, a customer of your own product. Have your cats all responded the same to the pieces that you've created or do some of them like it more or go to different levels? Have you learned more over time as your cats have sort of tested the trees, the lighthouses? Yeah, I definitely have learned. I've learned over time, but I, I have to say, like, you know, knock on wood, there are times where I really doubt my instincts and dimensions and things. But like the lighthouse, the first lighthouse I built, we've made other ones that are smaller. When I built that, I was extremely conservative and cautious about their space needs. I'm sure you know, like the length of their whiskers is the space that they can fit through. Generally, they have all the nerve endings on their whiskers, so they know where they can fit inside of something. And for the lighthouse, I give them very ample space, which I like to do anyway. You know, I don't like to skimp on the spaces that I give them. But there have been times where I look at something and I think, oh, God, you know, this, this looks really tight. This looks really small. Will they go through it? Will they jump on it? And they do. And that's been really, really great to see. I've never had a situation. I mean, occasionally there's something where I'll test it, you know, as I'm building it with my cats because they'll jump on it even if it's just wood or, you know, uncarpeted or whatever. Right. But I've certainly learned just by watching them, you know, that sort of first few months of really observing and taking notes and taking dimensions that kind of paid off right away. So it's been good. My I have three cats and right now one is on the side of my desk on a little cat mat, which is not one of my products. But uh, <laughs> another one is on like the cat in the hat, which is in my house. And the other one's on a wine glass, which I also have in my house. I would assume these are all very durable. So if one cat chases another cat and the one like dives into it, I know tippiness is always a question when we're talking about vertical cat furniture. Yeah. Well, you know, I've made a few that are a little, a little tipsy, but what I find with them is that it never topples over. Like if, even if it like rattles a little bit, you know, and, and we don't do that too often. We always try to make things that are extremely stable. But even when that happens, like I have a flower pot design it's in, in my home and we use a, a sort of resin flower pot for this original model. And it, it is a little tipsy, but cats always find their center. I mean, cats are really brilliant that way. They kind of know how to get things in balance, but it's never toppled over. It's never been a problem. And, and again, we've learned from things like that, where we now will make those with a square flower pot as the base so that we know that, you know, it's more stable that way. So I'm really eager to get into the conversation about your experience in creating this very special room at North Shore Animal Rescue League. And it's Billy Joel's theme. So I'm just going to sort of hand my mic over to you. <laughs> Tell me about this incredible project, how you got involved, and how did you get from A to Z on it? Because it's just an, an incredible result. Well, thank you, Stacey. It, it was really like it kind of fell in our laps. Like we had someone in New Jersey who had followed us on social media and is good friends with Beth and Howard Stern. And the North Shore Animal League has had this project in the works for about five or six years. And it really is Beth Stern's pet project. She wanted to kind of revolutionize the way they maintain cats in their facility. And for people who don't know, North Shore Animal League America, it's, I believe, North America's largest and most prominent no-kill shelter. I mean, they, they teach a lot of other shelters how to get to no-kill status. This was a big thing, but this one friend of Beth's had told her about Square Paws. The project is actually called Bianca's Furry Friends. This was the extension for cats. And Bianca was Beth and Howard's bulldog that had passed away. 
I think the story goes that Beth really couldn't bear to replace Bianca with another dog. And she got into cats, essentially. Um, fostering cats, taking cats in. Uh, I think that they've had over a thousand cats, she and, and Howard, in their home in terms of fostering. So she's extremely passionate. She's an animal advocate, is really just a great person in terms of animal welfare and, and advocacy. So her friend had told her about Square Paws, had told her about us. And that's where it sort of started. The Bianca's Furry Friends project really was kind of in the final stages of completion. They had built pretty much everything. And so when Beth got in contact with us, she ordered a few things from us. She was like, oh my God, your stuff is amazing. I'm going to order some things now, but I want to put you in touch with Nortra Animal League. And we have a room for Billy Joel. You know, we really want to do something special for him. So that's really where it started. And we got acclimated pretty quickly. Like, okay, let's go take dimensions, look at the room. And while we were doing it, our contact Joanne, Johanan at North Shore, had said, you know, we're thinking of adding a second room to dedicate to Billy Joel. So as we were designing the first one, she was like, we're going to have two of them. And we thought, absolutely, like, bring it on. We're just so excited to be part of this. So that was probably in March or April. We took to it right away. You know, all of May, June, and July, we worked sort of around the clock to make it happen because they wanted to be done by end of August. It completed in the end of October. It's fully open. It's been open since, I think, November 30th was their official open date to the public. Maybe it was a little before that. But regardless, so we um, we designed one room as the piano cat room, I call it, because it's hmm. you know Billy Joel being the piano man. We wanted to make one room that had a functioning keyboard in it to kind of inspire people to play and maybe calm the cats. The room being somewhat tight, we thought, okay, well, we can't fit an actual piano or even a replica of a piano. So what we did was we sort of hinged the piano shell on its edge and put it on the wall. So if you see photographs of it or go visit it in person, you'll see like it is a piano, but it's sort of splintered and mounted on the surface of the wall. And we took that piano shell and made shelves for the cats to jump up. And they can jump either up to a catwalk, which has musical notes from Piano Man on the wall, or they can jump down to a series of amplifiers that we made that are kitty-friendly amplifiers. Those sit on the floor, and the room is sort of semicircular. So there's a whole bench where people can sit and listen to someone play piano. And the idea is that the piano playing could really calm the cats and have them just kind of sit and listen to music. So that's what we did for one room. And then... When they added a second room, we said, well, why don't we take Billy's song, New York State of Mind, and do something that has very iconic elements from New York City. They had said to us at North Shore, you know, Billy's, he's sort of like the king of Madison Square Garden, so maybe you could do Madison Square Garden. He's also a big Yankees fan, so maybe you could do something Yankees related. So we proposed to them we would take the arches, the facade essentially, on the top of Yankee Stadium which was both on the old Yankee Stadium and on the current Yankee Stadium. And we would use that and create a catwalk out of it. Then we decided we would take the Empire State Building and use the spire of that as, as an element. And we did a subway car and then finally the Brooklyn Bridge as a sort of window seat element at the outside wall. So that's what we did. We installed it all in August and, you know, North Shore had some things to sort of finalize and getting fully open at the end of October. And then, as I said, as of November, they've been open. So it was a really exciting project. And then they had a ribbon cutting uh, event at the end of October, which was really great that they invited me to. And I got to present directly to Billy Joel, our design mm. process. And it was just 
it was like an out of body experience. It was just like, I can't believe this, this just happened. I got to display, you know, to one of my idols and Howard and Beth were there. So Howard is also kind of a childhood idol and Beth is an adult icon for me as this North Shore Animal League. So it was a really great experience to walk through with them and explain, you know, what our process was and how the cats interact with everything. And it was really great, really special experience. As a licensed board of veterinary medicine continuing education provider, ProVetLogic understands the importance of proper disease prevention and odor control in that cat care environment. ProVetLogic is a leading provider of educational support and product solutions that are designed specifically for disease prevention and odor control in the home and professional cat care environments. To learn more about our cattery products, please visit www.provetlogic.com or call 800-869-4789. Check out ProVetLogic today. That's excellent. It sounds awesome. And I think it's a, a great way for us to all sort of rethink our shelter spaces. I've been to a lot of different shelters and oftentimes they kind of look the same. They don't have like a unique and specialness. And you're talking about this architecturally designed space that has different components that make things a little more relaxing for the cats. And it's certainly more entertaining for the people coming in and visiting too, which then they're more relaxed and then the cats are more relaxed. But when you went into this whole design phase, in terms of the materials that you could use, were you given a specific listing of materials? Because in the sheltering world, cleanliness is quite important and being able to clean and access and, and reach. So from an architect standpoint, were you given a certain set of of specific you know, materials as well as maybe some limitations? Well, North Shore gave us free reign to pretty much do what we needed to do. And I, I had experienced doing shelter work here in Brevard County, Florida, where I live. We had done two rooms for a local shelter, the South Animal Care Center here in Brevard County uh, in Melbourne, Florida. And I had used some carpeting there and I kind of learned the hard way, like, wow, you really have to depend on the shelter staff to maintain things that are in the rooms. And, you know, that's kind of like an education to see like whether the shelter, you know, because a lot of times you'll have cats that may be sick or they cough up hairballs or not digest the food and they might vomit on something. So I realized then, and I, on the first room was where I had used some carpeting and I was like, mm, I could see how this is a problem. So on the second room I had done at the South Animal Care Center here, I realized we're not going to do any carpet at all. And we used vinyl and we used painted wood and anything that we had used there was washable. So when it came to doing the North Shore project, I was pretty clear in my head, like, we're going to do everything. It's going to be painted. It's going to be sealed. It's going to be something that they can use detergents on. So that that was it with that. Even, Stacy with the keyboard, we used the Casio electronic keyboard. While we were designing it and going back and forth with North Shore staff about what would be appropriate, it was like, well, cats have a tendency, like male cats may spray on it or they might pee on it and we might have to replace it, right? So what we did was, one, we chose the Casio because it's an inexpensive keyboard. And two, we made it that they can basically unscrew it and pull it out and replace it. So it's easy if we need to change it out. And then three, we designed in a little key cover drawer that has scratch pads, corrugated cardboard scratch pads inserted inside the drawer so that at nighttime, if the staff wants to, they can pull the drawer out and have no issues with anything happening to the keyboard. So it definitely is something they take into consideration. But for our part, we made everything washable. 
That's great. I love this story. In my previous life, before I had gotten all involved in cats, I wanted to be an architect. So, I mean, I just oh, wow. am really uh-huh. enjoying this conversation, trying to think about different design components and the themes. And it's very exciting. And, and I hope some of the information that you have done in the design with North Shore and then the work that you have on your website, you know, people will check it out and see. It looks like on your website that people can even order items over your website and that you donate some of the proceeds to charity. Is that correct? We do. We have a commitment of 10% of our profits goes to charity. But sometimes it takes different forms, you know, because we get a lot of requests. Oh, you know, I run a shelter. I do this. I do that. We have a gala or whatever. And can you donate? You know, sometimes we can't fully donate depending on how things go with us each year, but sometimes we'll we'll do it at cost, you know, so we try to make it workable so that we can do things. And unfortunately, we can't we can't honor every request because we're a small company. I mean, there's just two of us right now that do this and we make everything to order. So when people go to our website and they see the things that we have, a lot of times we'll get requests like, oh, you know, I like this, but I, you know, I want this in a different carpet color or, you know, I have a really chunky cat who's 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you make something really big. Um, so we, we make everything custom. We have tried to tailor certain things, like we make certain things that are kits. We have a Love Cat Tower. In fact, we made a double Love Cat Tower for Beth and Howard in the spring. But our single Love Cat Tower is a kit. So, I mean, that's something we're kind of in Valentine's Day time. You know, that we have a heart-shaped tower. And again, we had made one specifically for a client in Virginia who had a big cat. I think it was a ragdoll or a Maine Coon. And a heavy cat that was like 18 pounds and, you know, it was really stable and then sent me pictures like not only was that cat on it, but two of the cats kind of nested in it together. So it was really nice to see that. It's always great to see cats enjoying our work. If folks are interested in finding out more about the products that you make, how would they reach out to you? Well, they can find us at, on the internet at uh, squarepaws.com, S-Q-U-A-R-E-P-A-W-S.com. They can follow us on Instagram. We're also on S Q U. A-R-E underscore pause. We're also on Twitter. S-Q-P-A-W-S, I think, is our handle on Twitter. Uh, And also to just Google us. And if they want to, they can reach me at mario at squarepause.com. And they can reach us by phone as well. Our number is 844-577-7297. In terms of the job that you did at the North Shore Animal League, is that something that you aspire to do more of? I would love to do more of that. Absolutely. Like that to me was so much fun to catify a space. I would love to be doing more stuff like that because you know what's great about that, Stacey, is like it becomes a, an attraction for people to go. And I think when people go and they bring their kids and, and they can kind of like be sociable with the cats and play with them, that is just so much more conducive to the cats getting adopted. We get a lot of people that are like, oh, the cats are never going to want to leave. You know, they're going to want to stay there, which, you know, is a great compliment. But I mean, Cats want to be in a, a warm, loving, caring home. So, you know, if, if we make it conducive for humans to go and spend time with cats and fall in love with an animal that they could take home, then so much the better. Excellent. Mario, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? No, I welcome feedback. I'd love people to go check out what we do and give us a call or send us an email and get in touch with us. We'd love to build more great, unique stuff for people that love their cats. That's great. And I do think that folks definitely should check out photos of the build out at North Shore, as well as check out Mario's website, because I think it's great for us always to think about different options, different opportunities for how our spaces are designed. And, you know, even if it's one or two pieces that can even make a difference in a space, people will ask about it, there'll be a conversation around it. So even if you can't 
redesign a whole big space, you know, maybe even just one or two pieces can make a difference. So really would encourage folks to think about the space and how their space is designed and oriented because it really can make a difference for the cats. Yeah. And you know what? One last thing about that, like people who can't necessarily afford, I mean, I, I know our stuff is a higher price point than most cat furniture you can buy generally at a pet store. But what I tell people is, you know, make sure they're cleaned, take a rubber glove and clean their cat towers. And also to just move them around sometimes makes them something new for the cat to re-engage with, you know, turning it a quarter turn if it's in a corner or moving it to another corner of the room. Like that kind of stuff really makes a difference where the cat will be curious and say, why is this over here now? And anything like that that engages the cat is good. Excellent. Well, Mario, I want to thank you again for agreeing to be a guest on my show. And I hope we'll have you on again in the future when you report in on various other projects that you do in the future. Thank you, Stacey. And for the listeners, please consider sharing this podcast with others, as well as taking the time to write a review wherever you subscribe to the podcast. So please support the Community Cats podcast. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Community Cats podcast. I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and leave a review of the show. It will help spread the word to help more community cats.